Welcome to the Kumbaya Podcast, the whole woman's resource, where we uncover the amazing resources available to help you on your holistic health journey and hopefully help you prevent issues before they arise. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Kumbaya Podcast. As a ballet-trained performance artist, our guest today has been teaching both adults and children to connect with their own bodies through dance, theater, and yoga for more than 16 years. Bree Hibbs-Kenny has been passionate about embodiment, helping people connect with and be inside their own body throughout her career. Bree was first introduced to yoga 20 years ago, but it wasn't until she suffered an ischemic stroke in 2013 and her world was turned upside down that she realized how transformative yoga could be. She practiced yoga during her recovery because she hoped that a bottom-up approach to taking care of her body would first would help the other areas of her life. Not only did her yoga practice help her recover from the stroke and accompanying depression, it ignited her desire to study trauma and movement. Through the yogic experience, Brie uncovered that her physical body has a direct connection with her nervous system and psychological well-being. Now her primary focus is helping people with embodiment and empowerment through movement sessions. Brie received her 200-hour registered yoga teacher certification in 2018. Shortly afterwards, she trained with the Center for Trauma and Embodiment at Justice Resource Institute in Brookline, Massachusetts, and completed her Trauma Center Trauma Sensitive Yoga Facilitator certification there. She completed the Mama Tree prenatal yoga training and is currently working to complete the Somatic Stress Reliefs Certificate. I'm so grateful to have Brie as a member of our team at Renew Pelvic Health. She offers private and semi-private sessions that are created for bodies that are overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed, and are customized to your needs. Her sessions are designed using attachment theory, trauma theory, and yoga philosophy. So they're very different from quote-unquote normal yoga. The focus is on listening to your body and letting your body guide your movement practice. Bruce's movement sessions were an amazing help to me personally before the birth of my second child and recently as part of my ongoing practice to calm and stay connected with my body. So I'm really excited to have Bree join me today to discuss how you can combat holiday stress by staying connected to yourself. This is a really timely topic as we go into the holiday season here in the U.S. and feelings of overwhelm and anxiety are so common this time of year. Well, thank you so much for being here, Bree. I'm so excited to have you with us again. Everyone, if you did not catch Bree's episode, um, she and I already talked on the podcast last year, episode 24. So if you want to hear her backstory and more about Brie, please check out episode 24 of the Kumbaya All podcast. Um, so today we will just jump right in. I'm really excited for this topic. I know as the end of the year comes around, there's um, like a shift in energy, but definitely an increase in stress and an increase in, um, yes, there's just so much so many things to prepare for and to plan and that just leads to overwhelm leads to anxiety in some people so i'd love for to start today i'd love for you to share with us what are some signs that we can look for in our body that gives us clues that helps us know that we are starting to feel stressed or overwhelmed or anxious hmm. 
So what happens in a person's body when they're stressed or overwhelmed? Um, lots of things, right? Lots of things. Um, and it's all individual as well. But um, right, I mean, stress and overwhelm comes from things happening um, generally too fast or too much, right? So that feeling of um, I can't keep up, you know, I can't, you know, you have everything scheduled and yet you still feel like you can't execute. Um, or also you're having, um, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of physical things that happen, like you can't sleep mm, or you right. can't wake up or you overeat or you forget to eat. Yeah. You, um, you kind of, um, people sometimes, um, forget to use the bathroom, you know, they're just so, um, you know, um, the word that pops up for me is busy. Mm -hmm. This, um, this busy feeling, um, and, and busy isn't, um, so much you have things to do, but it's that feeling of like, I'm, I'm, I don't have enough time in the day. Does right. that make sense? Yes. As you're talking and as I'm thinking of times when I felt overwhelmed, what comes to mind is like the hamster on the wheel, you're running and you're not getting anywhere. Or like, you know, you have a carrot and you're on, you're on a treadmill and like, you just can't ever reach the carrot. You can't feel like you've gotten something accomplished and it's yeah. just, it's just keep jumping on, you know, um, piling onto you. So why yeah. is it important for us to, be able to identify this? Why is it important for us to, you know, manage our stress and try to reduce these feelings of overwhelm? I mean, yeah. I mean, someone could ask that, like, why, why do we even care about this? We can just kind of go through life feeling this way and dealing as long as we're getting our shit done. Like what's the, what's the problem? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, first of all, there's quality of life. Yeah. That's an issue. And then also, I mean, um, most illnesses can be tracked back to stress, right? Especially um, the big illnesses can be tracked back to stress and we call it stress. And that's such a light word, like, you know, stress, like, um, I don't know, like I have, I have this project due and it's stressing me out. That's, that's stress, but we're talking about um, lifestyle stress. And there's this, there's this myth surrounding busyness that if you are busy, then you are somehow effective, somehow productive, some things are happening. Yes. And I don't know if that's actually true. And what are you producing? And what are you? Um, what are the effects of your effectiveness? You know, mm -hmm. um, and the holidays coming up, 
is a time of, um, I mean, it originated because it's cold outside and people come together and they're inside and people had to be inside. So we're all coming together, be it friends, be it family, whatever. And um, that in and of itself can be um, triggering for okay. people. And then for, for the other end of the pendulum, it's like, well, all this productivity and all this effectiveness, how does that affect your family life? Yes. You know? And I think right now and always, it's a good time to slow down and check in with what's important to you. Mm -hmm you know, and really kind of take the time to be inside, to be warming by the fire, drinking a cup of hot cocoa, whatever, you know, putting on warm socks and a blanket and really kind of use that time to go inside and, you know, kind of ask yourself how, and where you can kind of change a little something to make your um, effectiveness and your productivity something that maybe can't be commodified, mm -hmm. that maybe isn't um, making money or providing for somebody else, but how can you care for yourself mm -hmm. while doing all of this external yeah. Stop. Yes. And I, I heard you say, you know, that all these diseases, all these major life, um, not disease, like, yeah, illnesses can be tied back to stress. And I totally agree with that. I think the research shows that, that, yeah. um, and, you know, thinking from a pelvic physical therapy perspective, when we have the stress in our, in our body too, but in our, our mind, our pelvic floor reacts to that and it is literally tighter. And we know that tight muscles don't function as well as optimally length, you know, like not tight muscles basically. And so, and I was just teaching a patient this the other day. It's like, you know, we learn this go, 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 especially as women. It's like, and I, and really, I think, especially just in our society, other society, societies, they have siesta and the world just shuts down in the afternoon for hours, you know, and in the United States, we don't, we don't have that. It is literally go from the morning, the moment you wake up until your head hits the pillow and we feel good about ourselves. And we have that satisfaction from accomplishments, from achievements. And we are not taught that for our body physically, cellularly to, um, to be like functioning optimally, you need to relax as well as contract. Like muscles work better when they can relax appropriately and contract appropriately and so there's that like we we're not learning this that we have to um balance the go 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 in these feelings of like okay well who cares about overwhelm well we all should because we're not we're not living our best life and and physiologically even performing at our best if we are um you know just sucking up and dealing with it and pushing through yeah i mean 
a couple things that you said. Um, one of those is that I love to remind people of the jaw and its, its connection with the pelvic floor. And if you're tensing your jaw, you're also tensing your pelvic floor. Absolutely. And if you're habitually a um, tight jawed person or a um, tooth grinder or anything in the jaw, then your pelvic floor is probably habitually tight. And in order to relax that and allow it to kind of do what it does naturally, then you have to, um, it's a practice, right? Of relaxing your jaw and also what is the source for that um, clenching, right? It's stress. Yes. How do you relieve some of the stress? We do live in a stressful um, nation. I don't know anything about other countries. Um, I have no idea what they're up against, but um, our country is very stressed and it almost, it it creates stress upon stress upon stress, right? And this go, 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 this feeling at the end of the day makes you feel good because you um, accomplished all this and you got the little attaboy and you got, you know, it's all external. Absolutely. Like I did this and I feel good about this thing that I did, but there's no inner, no inner, um, appreciation for who and what you are like without you doing anything without you accomplishing anything aren't you enough like when you're a little kid you're appreciated all the time and you're you're happy just being playing just you know yeah And that childlike wonder and awe of the world and your place in it um, is equally, if not more important than all of this accomplish, 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 because it's almost addictive, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, I accomplished this today and I didn't accomplish this yesterday so yesterday was a complete failure and today I did it and I'm gonna do it again tomorrow well that's I mean that's not fair to your humanness where some days you won't accomplish anything yes nothing and that does not make you less than yes and there's a lot to be said for doing nothing it's Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, I just like, as you're speaking, what comes to me is all that we do around the holidays for this. It is like the antithesis. It should be, like you said, this time of the weather getting chilly, you know, we're drawn inside, we're drawn into our homes with those, you know, we love and, but yet it's like, okay, we've got to put up the decorations. We've got to buy those gifts and make sure we have the card sent out. And there's just so many things to do. Are we really doing it out of a place of, I feel connected to the people in my life that maybe I don't get to speak to as often as I'd like to, or don't get to see ever, but I send them that holiday card, which is a real thing for me. I really, there's some people that 
you know, I just, I don't, I don't see them anymore. You know, they were friends when I was growing up, but um, I care about them deeply and I really love to send them a card and I love receiving their cards, you know, at the end of the year. But that's because that's through me. It's not like, oh, it's a box I have to check because Susie down the street sends a hundred cards. I got to send a hundred cards or whatever. So I, I feel like um, there's opportunity there where we can really check in with ourselves and say, okay, is this a, something that's coming from within me? Or is this something I'm doing to get the approval of my family? Because everyone else in my family has like the perfect pictures for their picture card and they have their little letter that they write out and whatever. Um, yeah, there's just so, I, I just resonated so much with what you said about, you know, we are enough without all that external. And I, I wonder where we lose that, right? You know, when we're kids and I'm like your animal, I mean, you have pets, you just love your pet just for existing. They don't have to eat their food a certain way or poop in a certain corner for you to really, yes, yes. And it's like, and somewhere along those lines, we, we got that mixed up where we have to produce and we have to succeed or yeah, accomplish things to, to get that approval. Well, really, I think what you do, I know what you do, frankly, (laughs) helps people get grounded with what's inside themselves and what is coming from inside themselves and connecting with themselves. And I see it so profoundly with my patients, our patients, our mutual clients, that they're, they're getting more embodied in, in their, in their selves, in their, in their own bodies. And that can then stem off, I think, and have so many far reaching benefits, effects, right? Yeah. I think that when you are physically aware of your own body, like how you're breathing in a moment, you know, and you're used to, and you're, you're, it's a practice as well, but you're used to checking in with your breathing or you're used to checking in with your, your um, muscles and the way that you're holding your body in a certain moment, you can, that gives you, um, power or gives you um, a sense of, um, you know, groundedness and anchor. Yes. And, um, and then you can weather the storm around you because you, you have this um, self-awareness, physical self-awareness that then kind of exudes into emotional awareness, spiritual awareness, um, mental awareness, you know, all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, um, I, I, I really think it's miraculous to, um, work with other people and, um, kind of watch them kind of become who they've they've always been Mm. I mean you know and it doesn't happen with everybody and it's not like you know but it's it's really it's really cool to 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 be a part of that process Mm -hmm. with people and watch them kind of getting in their own bodies in in themselves you know we're we're so covered up with all of this other stuff and and it's almost like putting on masks you know it's like you know you have to be this you know successful person or you have to be this um 
this certain type of mom, or you have to be this person who sends out all the, the, the holiday cards or, you know, buys everything that your kid wants. And, you know, all of that, um, can feel it's, it's not who you are, Mm. you know, who you are is that person underneath all of that. Yeah. Yes. And I think that the, the practice of being in your body and working with you, having an embodiment practice gives you the space and the time to realize that, to honor that, to cultivate that. That's what, when I, I think of you, I think of, you just have more patience. You have pause. You have, I really never see you ruffled or (laughs) I'm sure maybe you are, you know, sometimes in your day, but I just, I feel like really the majority of the time that I see you, you're calm and you're collected and you have this pause before speaking, reacting, just, it's a, it's really a, um, an inspiration and like a, um, there's like a sense of power to that. Right. And mm. that's why I work with you to <laughs> more of that, you know, Yeah. Um, but back, I, I don't, I want to kind of keep bringing us back to the holidays. So, um, and thinking mm. of, you know, when we feel stressed around the holidays, how, how could we combat that? How can we you know, this is, this is like great to be like, oh, we need to be in our body, but say someone isn't already working with you or ha- doesn't have this practice in their life yet. And um, the holidays are coming up and say they don't have a relationship, a great relationship with their family, but yet they know they're going to be seeing them or they're missing one of their, their loved ones, or they're just out of touch and um, with what they really want to be doing. And they feel that external pressure to keep up with the Joneses and everyone else. And I'm just, totally just throwing out ideas, but whatever stress around the holidays, wherever it's coming from, we kind of talked about how you can identify it in your body. And then how can you, what are some ways that, you know, we could, we could handle that or deal with that. Or, you know, even if you have like specifics of exercises or tips or, or things that you like to give people to when they do, you know, find that showing up for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, that's a tough question because, you know, we're all, we're all individuals with our individual issues, but at the same time, we're all connected. So I can't help, but wonder if it's, if it's more a collective overwhelm Mm -hmm. than, than an individual. So first I would encourage people to um, reach out and um, commune with other people. Mm. I feel like we are so individualized that we are saying my stress, my overwhelm, my anxiety, my, my busyness, myself, And while I do see people one-on-one, it's the two of us. Yeah. You know, it's that, um, that important connection to other people. So, you know, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling overwhelmed, you know, 
call somebody, write somebody, you know, even just go to the store and smile at the person who's, you know, and ask them how they are and wish them a happy holiday or even that that connection that we have with other people so important. And, you know, if you think about um, as, as little babies, we could not speak. So our first language was to read other people's faces, read their micro expressions, mm. feel the touch of the other people around us, um, feel the blankets wrapped around us or not. Um, all of those little things, what we could hear, what we could, we could barely even see. So all we could see was the people closest to us. And so we still have that in us. It's very primal. And we spend so much time doing this 2D stuff that we're doing right now. Yeah. And we're so um, 2D conscious, if that's even a thing. Um, but, you know, being around other people does something to our nervous system. Mm -hmm. You know, our nervous system cannot, we cannot fix ourselves. We have to, we have to heal collectively. Oh, so, I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that is, is number one, I think. Um, and then, and then the other thing I would say for people that are feeling, um, feeling overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, all of those things is if you can, mm -hmm. and the problem is all of this is a practice, right? Because we are humans, because we have habitually, habituated patterns of behavior, um, it, it's really hard for us to um, learn something and then put it into like our, our bodies, right? It's, it's something that we have to go back to and back to and back to and fail and fail and fail and fail again, right? So um, if you can, try cueing into your senses, right? Mm. So like just in a moment, if you notice yourself being stressed or anxious or um, noticing what you can taste in your mouth, you know? And that's a weird thing. Like, what are yeah. you tasting in your mouth? Like I'm tasting, I need to brush my teeth. That's usually what your instant reaction would be, but letting that go mm -hmm. um, because nobody's in your mouth, but you, but just like tasting what's in your mouth, yeah, seeing what you can smell or what can you hear other than the person who's with you, who's, you know, um, triggering you or whatever, you know, what else can you hear? And also what can you hear that's far away? Like the depth of your hearing. Yes. Um, what can you see beyond 2D? Like I keep, as we're talking, I keep looking because I'm right by a window. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking out this window because my eyes want, want to see depth. Mm -hmm. My eyes are, con I mean, we, we are conditioned to look at things and see things beyond 
what's right in front of us. Right. So what can you see that's farther away? And also, um, just yesterday, I had somebody ask me, like, you know, wiggling your toes or, um, or feeling your feet on the ground. Well, they were, they were saying that, like, what else, what else can I do? As in that doesn't work. And I thought about, I thought about that and how, you know, when I first learned this, I was like, yeah, my feet are on the ground, but I'm still like stressed. Like I was in a, in a, you know, in a stressful situation, me and my husband, and we have a toddler and we were like talking about, you know, and, and I had a care for him and we were like, kind of, um, you know, stressed and and I was feeling my feet on the ground. I was like, my feet are on the ground. I can feel my feet on the ground. But the thing is what you're trying to feel is the texture of your socks Mm. or your shoes. And then the, the feeling of the floor underneath you. So can you feel the cushioning of the carpet or can you feel the hardness of the concrete or the, um, wood floor or whatever. And, and what you're doing is, is kind of telling your body by doing all of this, you're, you're kind of um, communicating with your body. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to put language around it, but this is like primal. So language never, anyway, that's a different story, but it never really envelops what we're, what, what we're trying to do, but, but you're trying to like tell your body it's okay, you're here. And that takes your mind out of the game, right? Mm -hmm. Because your mind is the part, you know, it's your frontal cortex, it's your your thinking brain that is stressed. It's your thinking brain that that we put up on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, God in, um, in our, common society and civilized, yeah right society mm-hmm. yeah yeah well civilized that's a word I um, <laughs> but you know the thinking mind needs to know that the body is okay yes there are other ways out of this than what you're habitually used to your patterns of behavior may not be as effective or as productive as you think so Getting in your body in that moment opens you up to other options, to creativity, to imagination, imagining a different way of handling this problem that's faced you again and again and again, and you've treated like this again and again and again. It hasn't worked the whole time. So it's a way to... Tell um, also texture of your clothes on mm. your skin, even even that. Just what can you and and try all of them, like yeah, in right. a moment. If you catch yourself in a moment, it's so hard to catch yourself when you're in it because you're so in it. Yes. But yes. what can you physically feel? What can you hear? What can you taste? What can you smell? What can you see? Just. And if one of them works, great. But yeah. if it doesn't work, then go to the next one. If you can. Yes. Knowing that this is a practice. Knowing that 
You won't get it right the first time or the millionth time. Giving yourself the grace and room to grow and change patterns of behavior, to kind of just to be, you know, this isn't about here's this tip, do it and you're going to be effective. It's right. not about effective. It's not about production. It's not about winning. It's about being in a moment, even catching yourself in a moment and being like, whoa, this is overwhelming. That in and of itself is a feat. Yeah. That awareness, I think that's where we, we definitely need to start. Gosh, I could I could talk to you all day. <laughs> this has been this is amazing. I I just so appreciate your time and um I want to honor your time. So I want to just kind of wrap up um a few minutes left, but um yeah, just, I, I guess there's so much I, I want you to go into, but I'll just say, um, how can people contact you? How can people work with you? I kind of know because, you know, you work with me, but I just want you to, you know, kind of share. Um, yeah, I mean, um, for people who are interested in doing this work mm -hmm. of um, the practice of um, being, being, being a person, being in your own body and really having a chance and time and space to explore that more, um, uh, they can go to your website where they can find me because I work for Renew Pelvic Health. Um, you can, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you can email me at brie at renewpelvichealth.com. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and they can find me there and, and email me and we can, we can talk, we can, um, you know, um, it's, this is important work. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really important, um, during these times that can be so amped up and so anxiety driven. Um, it's, it's, it's almost a beautiful time to really be like, this is overwhelming. And how much of my life do I spend in this overwhelmed state? You know, yes. like, it's like when things are getting to the point where it's about to break, that's when, you know, um, you realize like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. Yeah. There, I, is some, there is some beauty in the, and I don't want to say hitting rock bottom, that's a little extreme, but there is some beauty in, you know, if you already are living in a state of overwhelm, anxiety, and then the holidays are upon you and you're just like, okay, I'm overflowing now. Like I can't handle it anymore. It, it, that is an, in and of itself an impetus to, to make change, to get help. And, you know, I can speak from experience. And like you said, I feel like we all feel that we're in these little silos, right? And our experience yeah. is so unique to us and no one else is dealing with all the stuff that we're dealing with. And it's awful, but I'm alone. But really, I can tell you, I, I hear that from so many of my patients that they're at that state of overwhelm. Like I can't take any more on, or I can't do this or that. And um, yeah, so I, I, I really, I love what you suggested that we should all 
try to be in community. There's so many events like around, I know now with the fall, it's like, you know, go take pictures with your kids in front of some pumpkins. Like, especially if you don't do it in a stressful way and you're just gonna get there when you get there. I think being outside in nature with other people is so powerful. And then this great way to check in with our body, the little details of the sensations that we maybe don't normally pay attention to. I love that. Like no one else is in your mouth, but you, (laughs) (laughs) thank God, you know, but um, that's great, you know, and just, and really it's very powerful, very simple sounding, but very powerful in and of itself. So um, if you guys would like to work with Brie and learn more with, you know, from her brilliance, I would just uh, implore you to do that, um, you know, Brie at renewpelvichealth.com or you can sign up directly through our website, renewpelvichealth.com. I think it's a scheduling page or something, but um, thank you for your time, Brie. Thank you for sharing your light with us and um, hopefully we'll have you on again soon. I feel like we can always keep talking. Yes, and happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. Do you ever wish that you could learn the essentials of pelvic health from an experienced pelvic floor physical therapist at a fraction of the cost and from the comfort of your own home? This episode is sponsored by Progressive Pelvic Education, your source for online courses to expand your pelvic health knowledge and promote optimal wellness. Pelvic health is wealth, And there is a lot of essential information about our pelvic floor that isn't taught in school. Learn what to do and not to do to avoid the inconvenience and pain of pelvic floor issues in a self-paced course you can take anywhere. Visit ProgressivePelvicEducation.com to get access today. This content is for educational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. Please discuss any questions you may have regarding your health or medical condition with your physician or a qualified healthcare professional. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests.